Hello and welcome to Weekly Weird News, brought into you by Cutting to the Bull in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben and as always I'm hanging out with Mike, Hello. Claire hey. and Pete. And this is Weekly Weird News, a show where we find the weirdest shit we've found on the net this week anyway, and present it to you in a sort of rundown style format that uh, we just think is, well we, this is all the weird, there's usually some aliens in there, we'll start with aliens by the way. There is if you're picking it. Always <laughs> is. Because there's always alien news, Mike, uh, because because the aliens are real and they're visiting and us. they're close. And they're close, they're coming to us. And I, for one, welcome our new alien overlords because, quite frankly, they couldn't do a worse job than the shit we've got now, could they? Well, you won't be saying that when you're toiling in the gold mines. Put me in the gold mines, Mike. It's a steady uh, job and an income. Uh, Although health and safety and those electro whips are a bit harsh. Nutritious you, slime every day. Ooh, that sweet, sweet nutritious slime. All the, all the nutrients a body needs. <laughs> now, documentary filmmaker Jeremy Corbell, I listened to this podcast, that's why I included it on the show, it says he has seen video proof that US military fighters shoot at and engage UFOs on a weekly and sometimes daily basis. Hmm. Well, that's already been spilled, hasn't it? They said they encountered no, these no. things. Shoot at them. Okay, yeah. A bit different. Well, no. That's very typical American, though, isn't it? Let's face it, shoot first, questions later. Hell yeah. It's their military policy, isn't it? Yeah. If they shoot it down, they've got something to research and work on, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> well, they haven't. Like in <laughs> 1947. They've never found anything. It's a new one, not like the old one that crashed in 47. They've upgraded now. I think they have got exotic materials. They do they've have exotic hinted materials. Hinted at it, haven't they? Yeah, they have. They have. They're to the Stars Academy said they were um, examining some. Yeah. One's passion fruit, one's... Pineapple, very exotic. The problem is with the, the Stars Academy now is they're now working for the government. The government gave them a uh, contract to look at this exotic material for them, so they're on the government pay list now. Mm. You won't find anything anymore. I wonder if we'll ever find out about it. Maybe nope. one day. To quote Jamie Corbell, he says, I've seen the logs, I've seen the video, as Mr Corbell said, in a two-minute video interview aired May 22nd, 2022, on the show Unexplained with Howard Hughes, oh, which is to this. a great show. I listened to this exact episode yeah. as well, yeah. I'll give Howard a show. He inspired me to get into podcasting. He'll never listen to this, but I'll, you know. <laughs> Mr. Corbell added that these engagements occur every week as a result of the United States' mission to protect its ground troops throughout the planet from UFOs' repeated surveillance and penetrating of US airspace. When asked if the UFOs shoot back... Mr. Corbell refused to answer, but did say, quote, UAPs take no overt aggressive action against US planes, end quote. So the UFOs, or UAPs, take no aggressive action, but we're trying to shoot them down. They've probably got some sort of force field, or we can't, you know, they're too fast that we can't even hit them, so they're not worried about it. I think yeah. that's probably the case, Claire, is that our missiles just aren't fast enough. I mean, even our one is not forward enough to compete, is it, clearly? The fastest anti-tank missile, for example, that the West has is the British Star Streak, I think it is. It goes like Mach 7, something ridiculous like that. So, you know, that's that's the fastest, and I guarantee you that the ones on the plane are as fast as that. And What's yeah. that in miles an hour? A couple of foul? Well, it's seven times over the speed of sound, so yeah. Mr. Corbell said it was presumptuous 
to identify UAPs as extraterrestrial or interdimensional. He said, quoting him, we don't know where they come from, but we do know these are machines, Mr. Corbell said. He also offered to testify and prove his claims in front of Congress as a witness in a congressional hearing. He's the guy that released the film about Bob Lazar on Netflix. Which was terrible. But because Bob Lazar is such a boring bastard. No, I just don't like the way he did the documentary. Like it was crap. Are you guys familiar with Bob Lazar? Nope. No. Right, Bob Lazar claimed that he worked Area 51 back engineering alien craft. He came out in 89, was it? Something like that. This was the first time anyone had ever heard of Area 51. It comes from him. It right. was known about it. This was oh, when right. it, 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 it broke it, 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 it big. It yeah. yeah, became it legitimate. <laughs> Yeah, it was when it broke it big. It pushed it more into the public consciousness. It had always been there, and it was always known in, in the small... Remember, pre-internet days, the UFO community would have been tiny and spread out. There was a speculation, wasn't it? But everyone knew that there were these strange... I mean, the, the strange dancing lights in the sky, you can go to the... the yeah, but the normal man didn't know this in the street. No, no, the normal man in the street had no idea. You had to be into this shit to know yeah. about it. In 89, that all changed. Yeah, you know, that changed when Bob Lazar came out. He said, I've been a back engineering alien technology at Area 51, or specifically the satellite site Groom Lake. Bob Lazar, for a man who's done that, and you know me, love an alien. Don't I? Love us. I'm a slut for aliens. Yeah. Right? God, he's so boring. He's <laughs> like, mate, you've worked on extraterrestrial craft, you've back engineered them, you're a nuclear scientist. Why Why aren't you a little bit more excited about this whole scenario? Well, he's bored of talking about it. Oh, but it's his living, Mike. It's his living. Yeah, but it isn't his living. It is his living. That's what he does. He's now exclusively on the UFO market. He's selling stuff to Netflix. Because 30 years he wasn't. He went back to being a scientist doing his what, own he, business, he, didn't he? He went back Radiation. to being... He, oh, it's a CCTV. He was security. He got arrested yeah. for putting security cameras in a strip club. Oh, in yeah. the wrong parts of the strip club. But then he went to radiation detectors, didn't he? That was his job for a long time. That's right, he was making radiation detectors. I and mean, of course, he has no background in scientific education because in his claims that the government has erased his background. Yeah. They can't find any records of him going to college because he's meant to have been to MIT. But the investigative reporter, that. Robert Knapp, is it? Yeah, or George Knapp. George Knapp, that's it. George Knapp. Yeah. Robert Norrie, George Knapp. He Coast claims to Coast FM. He spoke to people that know that he was there at the time. Right. Even though this information has been deleted, apparently. Well, so, obviously, it's claimed. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just saying. Okay, yeah, so, would they shoot him down? Yeah, they're shadow of a doubt. Of course they would. Think of the technology leap. These things are doing stuff our top fighters can't. Mm. I mean, they're probably chasing him with F-35s which are like slight stealth and vertical takeoff, so they're like the evolution of the Harrier, a stealth Harrier. Think of it that way. But obviously a lot more modern tech-wise, what it's carrying, you know, all that. They cost something like 35 billion each or something. No, it's not that much. They cost a lot of money. It costs like 35 billion to develop the damn things, I think. Well, yeah, the that, Yanks are well known for shooting. The again? The F-35. I think it cost thirty-five billion to develop that plane, and they probably cost a couple of a couple of billion each, or if not a billion each. They're yeah. a fair bit, but yeah. So you've got them, and they can't keep up, and they can't shoot down what this is. So in the, in the U.S. military's mind, they're like, "Well, holy shit, we can't even protect our own airspace anymore." Yeah. 
that then erodes public confidence in the military, which means the military industrial. What if it's all a setup by the military industrial complex to create a non-existent arms race? Yeah. So you think, well, we, we've got these things that are flying around in our airspace. We don't know what it is. We need stuff to match that. The military industrial complex then gets a lot of money yep. to try and get stuff that matches that. Look and then Space Force. Space Force. Yeah. <laughs> right, so the cost of one is about eight, just under 80 million. 80 million quid. The F-35 programme is expected to cost taxpayers a total of 1.7 trillion. Wow. Trillion. That's from development to final production. Final then. production, but one point seven trillions worth of money has gone into the the like the program for the, the yeah. F thirty five yeah. Lightning. Yeah, that's a god. You could solve all the problems in the fucking world with that kind of money. Looks good. It's a fucking sexy plane, though. It is, isn't it? I do find it quite lovely, and it has the same technologies. Well, not the same technology, but similar technology to the jump jet, doesn't it? Yeah, the VTOL, yeah. yeah it's basically the upgraded Harrier. When we scrapped the Harrier, this is the replacement for it. And they called it Lightning. <laughs> I think it's a throwback to the um, original RAF Lightning, isn't it? Because it's the most modern thing we've got now. Yeah, and that was the most modern thing we had then. But yeah, there we go. Did you think they should try and shoot them down? Yeah. Of course they are. They would do if they see some in. The Yanks are well known for shooting their own friendly The troops. Yanks? Yeah. The Yanks? You mean the Americans? Why don't them Yankees? <laughs> no, I, I don't even... I just think it's like... They want the tech, don't they? These things are running rings around us. They want it. Claire? They want to find out about it, for sure. Yeah. They're probably in a fucking bee's nest, though, aren't they? Let's face it. Next thing you know, it's Independence Day, but that no. apparently is the final card to play for them and create the one world government is an alien invasion. That's where we're at now on the card scale, apparently. Card seven, alien invasions next. Cool. Okay for that, everybody. Okay for that. Bloke ridiculed as creepy and scary after splashing out 12.5k to become a dog. What the fuck? I saw this. What a costume! Oh my god, he really does look like a dog. Yep. It's like Lassie. Yep. It's mad, isn't it? Is this like one of these furry outfits? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Twitter user at Toko Evie. He goes by Toko, has transformed himself into a collie thanks to his incredible work of bespoke costume makers. Since receiving his new four-legged look last month, Toko from Japan has launched a YouTube channel showing off tricks such as fetch and playing ping-pong with his paw. Is it a surprise that he's from Japan? No. Not in the slightest. No, I don't know why. It's just, you know, if I hadn't read this and I read the headline, I'd have gone... Japanese or German? What would your picks be? Japanese. Yeah. Japanese. No one's going for Germans? As a backup? No. That would be a German Shepherd, wouldn't it? Ah, true. (laughs) True. (laughs) Very true. I like it. My brother in law. Well, likes to dress as a dog. He's a furry and he's got a wolf. No way. He's a wolf called Mithras. No way. White and luminous green. He's named himself after an ancient Mediterranean god and he dresses as a wolf. Yeah. Do they have a zip for your dick to come it in? It cost him over a thousand No, but do, do they have a zip for your dick? It? To conventions. Oh, yeah, they they, gotta, they all meet up. They have the, I don't know. Uh, don't I, I need to know. To your question. Can you ask him? I'm intrigued. I don't like talking do about it. Do rubber head dog go to the same convention? 
Okay. No, no, they're all furries. That's the thing. They've all got fur. Oh right, you can't they, like, like, latex. they all no, get like no, funny no. with each other and that as well, and get all a bit sexy and things. And some, some mm. on some occasions, they have a thing called a fur pile where they just all basically pile on top of each other and rub around, rub against each other. They sniff each other's asses. Yeah. yeah. If they're dogs, yeah, they, they would. Act yeah. Like, they act like the animals. They act like the animals, yeah. So who is it again? Your brother-in-law? Yeah. If he was there in his wolf costume and he sees, like, a lady wolf, he will, like, crawl up and, like, sniff her ass. And that will show her that she's interested. Yeah. Yeah. I've watched a little bit on it. I'm familiar with it. I'm not a furry, by the way. (laughs) I like exploring the human sexual psyche because it's fascinating. I like looking into different things like kinks and stuff like that. Because I find it fascinating. I mean... At the start of our evolution, that wasn't a thing. No one thought, you know what? No. I wish I was a fucking dog. It was just like, fuck, hunt, live, survive. And because we've got more luxury time now than we've ever... Well, I say we have. We've ever had. I suppose we, we haven't. We used to work a lot less. But in our luxury time, we're all looking for something and someone thought, you know what? Fancy being a dog. Saying that, I've thought about buying a mermaid's tail, you know. So you're being a mermaid? Yeah, taking it to the pool, but you're not allowed them in pools and stuff. You've got to go to a special session. Yeah, shock him. You know, your feet are sort of like... Are they anti-mermaidist? Well, they're seeing it as your feet are sort of strapped in this device, aren't they? I guess it could be a hazard, a drowning hazard for a lot of people. Because if you're not a strong enough swimmer... Yeah. You need like a class before you put the mermaid tail on, mm. wouldn't you? Weird, anyway. Fucking weird. It's strange to you. Come on, like so, Carl. Yeah, twelve and a half thousand quid it's cost him. Mad. There's but, much better things you could spend your moolah on, isn't there? I've seen a lovely tail for seven. Fuck me, it's convincing, isn't it? It's very convincing. Well, I mean, obviously it looks a bit fake, but it's it's still pretty damn good. I mean, yeah, yeah, you know what? That's actually pretty good. You should have close-ups, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's really good. But the firm that does it literally makes stuff for films. Yeah. Only the size perspective, you know, if you were yeah. close and personal. But you do get collies that big when he's, when he's on all fours there. Yeah, I've seen, I don't know, this perspective, but collies are quite a big dog. They're not as big as that, actually, thinking about it. Could be a very big collie. Lassie wasn't small. Lassie was not small. You're right. Either way, well, whatever, man. You ain't hurting nobody. Uh, yeah. Let be his dog. Yeah, that's good. Right then, moving on. Ted Cruz has enforced more rule. Ted Cruz, who's he? He is the senator for Texas. Yeah. Republican he... senator for Texas. Right, okay. Has enforced more rules on dildo than assault rifles. Mm. So. Ted Cruz once cooked bacon on an AR-15 yep. and ate it. Never. Yeah. And a campaign ad, no less. Yeah, a campaign ad. We're looking at it now. That's right, yeah. I'd eat that bacon. What, by shooting? Yeah. He wraps the bacon around the, the barrel? Wraps, yeah. yeah, he wraps the bacon around the barrel, wraps the foil around the bacon, fires off a full <laughs> mag on fully auto, <laughs> and then eats the bacon. That's that how I make cam- my bacon sandwiches. That was the campaign ad. They're insane. Ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. This is also the, also the guy that oh, I, I have. I want some gun bacon. I have very little time for Ted Cruz because he just became Trump's cook. I mean, Trump, in the debates of the Republican nomination, Cruz always runs. Yeah. Obviously, Trump ran. And Trump basically just insulted Cruz's wife and said she was ugly. Yeah. And then later on, 
Cruz is just basically sucking Trump's ass. Yeah, there's a photo of him. He was doing a telethon for him. Yeah. He called his wife ugly, and then all he does is, I mean, suck his dick yeah. after. He was going to cook for him, but... Mm. Right, go on, sorry, okay. carry on, that. So in Texas, it's illegal to own more than six dildos, but you can carry a gun in public with no training on how to use it, and people can't make sense of this. I want to know who goes around checking the six dildos. Uh, Is there a special division of the police called the Dildo Squad? Dildo division. Like, knock on the door. Dildo division, open up. We need to check we how many dildos we you've got. We need to got. search your entire house. You have seven dildos. And they dressed in pink plastic uniforms. Why the fuck not? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Guys, yeah. today we've got a raid. We've heard this household has 14 dildos. It's our biggest haul ever, if it's true. <laughs> Jimmy, Scott, come with me. This one's a big one. <laughs> yeah, there's like this... Massive, like, fucking horse dong dildo. Like, you're gonna suction cup at the bottom, suck on the side of the cabinet, like, stay back, you can go off at any moment. It just shows the ridiculous. <laughs> they call in a guy in the fucking. in the, in the hurt locker gear mm. <laughs> to go and take it out. <laughs> Put it in a case. It's just ridiculous, though, isn't it? Like, how the fuck can somebody yeah. put a law on that when people are running around with fucking automatic rifles? Ridiculous. Yeah, in the aftermath of the hor- horrifying elementary school shooting in the state that left 21 people dead, people around the world are asking for gun laws in the state and across the country to be tightened. As per the Washington Post last year, Texas actually loosened its gun law by passing a... What's that? Permitless carry. Permitless carry. Allowing anyone in the state to carry a gun in public without having any formal training, that's just... Or background check. Ridiculous. That's terrible, isn't it? Yep. Fucking redonkulous. Anybody over the age of 21 can have it as well, so... That's ridiculous. You get a, a licence by being fingerprinted and doing four to six hours of training, completing an exam and doing a proficiency test. That's how you get your gun licence. Yeah, but in Texas you don't even need that. Some places you'll go and you'll buy a car mm. and they'll be like, ah, you get a free rifle with the car. Michael Moore's documentary, Bowling for Columbine, have you ever seen that? Yes. Like, he goes into a bank yeah. at the very start That's of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. if you open a bank account, you get a free shotgun. Get a free a rifle or a shotgun. Yeah. I think he chooses the rifle because yeah. he was the state shooting champion for yeah. Michigan, wasn't he? Might be in Michigan, actually. Yeah, it might be. Because he goes back to the state, yeah. doesn't he? He says, my name used to be on that sign. State shooting champion. Yeah. And he goes into a bank and they say, right, okay, they open a bank. Obviously, they do a, a very brief background check, make sure he's not a criminal. And go, okay, sir, hang on, we'll just get you a rifle. They give it to him with the ammunition, obviously. So there's your rifle. And then later on, he's like, right, oh, I opened a bank account, put like $30 in it, I get a free rifle. Then he goes to the hairdressers, gets a haircut, and they are literally like, I have a box of that ammunition there. Yeah. And they like, get the, the box out and he starts loading the fucking rifle he's like oh yeah that's good ammo that's smooth action you know because obviously ammunition mm. the quality of the ammunition depends on the reliability of the weapon as much as any as cleanliness and he's just loading it in the hairdressers of his haircut mm-hmm. and that's fine it's mental but we as Brits can't comprehend that no, no. but uh, for an American that's a way of life yeah. I had this discussion with my host mate if you transported the founding fathers forward in time and said right you know that bare arms bit in the Constitution? Do you think that these are a bit excessive? Or Because you only had muskets. And a musket's like, if you're a trained soldier, four or five rounds a minute. 
these can fire 30 rounds in two seconds. Do you think they'd agree with keeping mm. them or do you think they would say no? You'd have to explain to them the state of the British Empire. We're not going to invade America anymore. We're beyond that now. We're a long way beyond that. We're not going to launch a surprise attack and take America. Not. We can barely sort our own fucking country out of mind invading the world's largest superpower. Do you think they might relent a little bit and go, maybe they shouldn't have them. Maybe give everyone the a musket. The problem is inside now, isn't it? Let's face it. It's not about outside threats anymore. It's about inside threats. Because yeah, that's the, the, the paranoia of it all now. But the, yeah, gun, but clearly but the guns make well, the, the, the inside threat more deadly because you've got militias who are quite anti-government in some cases. Yeah, but it does say a well-regulated militia. It does. Regulated. Yeah. Gun control. Actually says it in the wording. Mm. And it's all about a militia, not everybody having yeah. unlimited amount of guns. I thought it was literally this, you. every citizen has no. the right to bear arms. Nope. A well-regulated militia. That's what it says. That's the way it's been interpreted. Yeah, they've twisted time, it over time yeah. to fit their own agenda. Oh, well, there's yeah. amendments, isn't there? So they've amended it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. damn right. But, but yeah. But the, the real tragedy of this is that the fact that the gun makers keep just getting more money. The real tragedy is you can't have more than six bloody dildos. <laughs> 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 I love and it. up until 2007, that Ted Cruz was. Looking to ban it, you know, they only overturned it in 2008. Well, well, we can all say that Ted Cruz is a cunt. Yeah, yeah, trying to ban sexual aids, what a dick. Yeah, yeah, loves guns. Can own a gun but not a dildo. Ridiculous. Yep. Engineers develop an enzyme that can break down plastic in hours, not centuries. Well, that's a bit of a game changer, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, that's good. It also creates (laughs) cancer. (laughs) <laughs> Probably. Yeah. While plastic usually takes hundreds of years to decompose, scientists have developed an enzyme that could shorten that time to mere hours. Engineers at the University of Texas in Austin have been working on solutions to the polyethylene telephem oh god. Plastic problem. Plastic problem, exactly. <laughs> which currently accounts for twelve percent of the Earth's global waste. The polymer is found in bottles, packaging and textiles. And now, they may have found the solution. Dubbing their discovery Fast Pet Ass. <laughs> Functional, active, stable and tolerant P-E-T-A-S. Ass. A's. A's. Pet A's. The team believes the enzyme could be used in landfill sites and it's able to operate efficiently in ambient temperatures, meaning the applicants are widespread. applications are widespread. Now, the possibilities are endless across industries to leverage this leading-edge recycling process, said Hal Apper, professor in the Maquetta Department of Chemical Engineering at UT Austin. Quoting him, he says, Beyond the obvious waste management industry, this also provides corporations from every sector the opportunity to take a lead in recycling their products. End quote. And again... Through the more sustainable enzyme approaches, we can begin to envision a true circular plastics economy, he added in the Nature Journal. Mm. Well, what it's giving off, though, because as any enzymes are working on something... How, when are they going to try and put it into the world's fucking waters? And then it's going to create something that nobody thought of. This is a recycling thing, so the enzyme was developed from the natural pitaise... 
that allows bacteria to degrade the plastic of 51 different post-consumer plastic containers. Scientists are able to modify the pet A's by using machine learning to pinpoint five mutations that would enable it to degrade the plastic faster under different environmental conditions. In a process known as depolymerization, the enzyme works by breaking down the plastic into smaller parts and then reforming them through depolymerization to produce new plastic products. In some trials, the enzyme broke down the plastic into its organic modules known as monomers in under 24 hours. So recycling just got a makeover. Cool. Mm, cool. So hope it works out and it's all safe. Yeah, if it's not kicking out some other gas that's going to fuck us up. Wouldn't it be easy to stop using plastic? Well, yeah. Well, that would be nice. <sighs> Get the hemp out. Seaweed and hemp. Mm-hmm. Then we risk over-farming seaweed and hemp. No, there's a brilliance of it. You can grow loads of seaweed. It also is a plant. It takes in CO2. Yeah. More yeah. better than trees on land, I think. Same yeah. with hemp. Yeah. Same yeah, with hemp. Great. Hemp's growing fat. Wheat fast plants, growing, yeah. man. They're wicked. Well, either way, that's a massive boost. Yeah, it is good. Virgin Flight turns back to replace pilot who had not done final flying tests. Oh, my word. Fantastic. Well, not fantastic if you're a passenger. You'd shit, wouldn't you? Well, he wouldn't tell you. The Airbus A330 jet was nearly 40 minutes into its journey to New York on Monday when the two pilots on board became aware of the rostering error, the airline said. Flight VS3 had reached the skies of Ireland before returning to Heathrow, touching down more than one and a half hours after it took off. Uh. A replacement for the first officer was found and the plane departed again for New York. Virgin Atlantic insists that safety was not compromised. So it sent it out with like two like secondary pilots or No, I think just the first officer maybe. Yeah. The first officer had not completed his final flying test. He was fully qualified under UK aviation regulations though. Well that doesn't bode well, does it? Clearly not the American, or maybe there's a a separate one. But he he was qualified to fly in the UK. Huh. Oh that's a bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a I can't fly to New York. What the fuck? <laughs> what, what plane am I on? <laughs> it's actually part of the airline's internal requirements. So even though the law says that he doesn't need a final assessment flight, the airline has added that into their requirements. Mm. So although he, it was lawful, it wasn't good enough for their standards. I got you. Hmm. <laughs> it's not quite as bad as it, the headline makes it out to be. No. Well, it is a headline, isn't it? No, because I was supposed like some guy who used to fly a crop duster 20 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> He's just like dressed as a pilot and they're like, Can you? In you come. I'm not a, I can fly. I'm a pilot. <laughs> exactly. And then you see, he's like, Oh man, I only flew jets in Nam. I've never done this before. This is a big. And he's like trying to do a whip loop the loop. Uh, <laughs> he's going to swing up and down and shit and they're like what are you doing oh, I never passed the test I never passed the test I haven't passed the final test so shit get back <laughs> the Irish Air Force is shadowing it thinking it's been hijacked because yeah. it's causes all over the place <laughs> it must be frightening for the passengers though to realise after if you're the flight you've got to come back what would they say it's it's technical error technical error we've got to go back yeah They'd have read about it after the Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
Well, you think, you think you should, you, when you're up there, man, your life's in their hands. Yep. That's the only fear I have of flying, is I'm not in control of my own destiny to a point. You know, it's like, my life's in their hands, are you? Like if one of them goes rogue, we'll come fucked. And it has happened. Yep. You're more yeah. likely to be run over. You are, I know, but you know, you're still up there in the sky. I mean, at least I'm, if I get hit by a car, I'm landing on terra firma no more than a few feet away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not better than 30,000 feet away from the ground, isn't it? Okay, moving on. Yep. Finally. Time Traveller claims apocalypse is coming in months in baffling predictions. Is this a TikTok time traveller? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So-called time traveller also claims that a new creature called stalkers will be discovered along with the ground in the US splitting in and millions disappearing in, in an apocalyptic warning. An apocalyptic warning from so-called time traveller has been shared online by a user on TikTok who claims to have a leaked document to prove it. The user gives chilling and baffling information on events that are supposed to start this summer, including new deadly creatures called stalkers being discovered. <laughs> Car- that sounds we- terrifying, doesn't it? Yeah. Car- Leonard, who is also known as the Hidden God One, claims in a short video of grounds in the US will split with millions of people vanishing. He hasn't Along- got a God complex, has he? No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> And the fact that there's already he isn't even the original hidden god, along with sharing terrifying images relating to the to each event, there are specific dates that people have been urged to remember in the between July and October. It seems as though the first event, which will be called Great Split, will happen on fourteenth of July, day before my birthday. Ah, <laughs> oh, I wouldn't be able to put it down just yet, Pete. That's <laughs> no, right. It's in America. We'll be all right. On August the 9th, over 2 million people will mysteriously disappear before the new creature called Stalkers will emerge on October the 3rd. Okay. So far, the video has received 450,000 likes and starts by saying, Warning, a leaked document from Time Traveller has warned us to remember these dates, 2022. Well, that stalker there is just the fucking demon from Hellboy 1. Uh, put in a sepia pose sepia what are they sepia or sepia yeah, I've seen a lot of these uh, TikTok this time traveller is going to predict these remember these dates yeah, yeah bollocks oh, we should be writing these down don't I say uh, that every time yeah well that's about it then for that really then only Allah knows what will happen please protect us one comment to rule yeah God will make sure we'll <laughs> save a third of blood yes yes that'll happen yes of course it will yeah if he's the one that caused the apocalypse, then... Uh, well... Watch out for them damn stalkers. Yeah. Watch out for the stalkers, indeed. I mean, uh, even though that was the demon from Hellboy 1. Sounds like a Hollywood movie to me. Mm. Oh, man, it's too many TikTok time travellers to my liking. All this shit should have happened by now, it hasn't. Do you think the stalkers are going to emerge from the... The shattered of the earth when the ground opens up in America? The earthquake. Oh, yeah, shit. So it'll be like that Love, Death and Robots episode where the ground yeah. opens up and all the demons come out, the, the secret war. That's what it is, isn't it? He's watched that, hasn't he? He's watched that and fucking thought, that's a good idea, we'll have that bit of that. Yeah. yeah. By the yeah. way, that's a fantastic episode. It's World War II Russia, era Russian soldiers fighting demon dogs. Well, what it sounds like is War of Tomorrow. Oh, that's a good movie. Tomorrow War, you mean? Tomorrow War, yes. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good what movie. sounds like to me. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, that movie's an underrated... Good film. Yeah, gem, I enjoyed it. Actually. I yeah. enjoyed it. Chris Pratt was good in it. Yeah? 
solid film. Isn't it? Exactly. You know, nothing, it's, nothing bad. What really it's, was t- it's a time travel alien war movie. What's not to like about it? You know, it's going to be a bit dumb. It's got time travel and aliens in it. Of course, you know it's going to be a bit dumb, but it wo- It was action. It worked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, Sweet. I, I'd say that's we're out of it then. Thank you very much for listening. I've been Ben, and please, US government, don't try and shoot down UFOs. You may inadvertently trigger an interstellar war. Yep, I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. And I've been Claire. Make sure you hide your six dildos, well, or more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in Texas. Yeah, if you live in Texas, hide them dildos. And I've been Pete. Hey, Mike. Shoot like.